sometimes when I was starting a new story and I could not get it going, I would sit in front of the fire and squeeze the peel of the little oranges into the edge of the flame and watch the sputter of blue that they made. I would stand and look out over the roofs of Paris and think, do not worry, you have always written before and you will write now. All you have to do is write one true sentence. Write the truest sentence that you know. Ernest Hemingway, A Movable Feast. Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and once again, I hope all of you are staying well, staying inside, and reading as much as you can. It's time again for Short Story Saturday, and today's story kind of dovetails with our earlier episode about Hemingway in Paris, and it really falls more under the category of flash fiction than short story, but I think it works. I hope you enjoy it. It's one of the first pieces of flash fiction that I ever had published, and I got so attached to it that I made it the final chapter of my first novel. It's called Paris Stays With You. Paris Stays With You by Paul Combs. The antique street lamps along Houston Street cast an eerie glow filtered through the rain that arrived after closing time, thumping against the tinted glass display windows at the front of the shop. The light, however, illuminates nothing, and the rain drenches no one. The streets are empty. Inside the shop, Sal leans back against the front checkout counter. The receiver of an ancient rotary phone rests on his shoulder, an unlit cigarette dangling absently from his lips. Yes, sir, he says into the phone. I'm quite familiar with the book. It is, after all, a classic. He pauses while the person on the other end of the phone speaks. Yes, I understand that we say we can find any book for any customer. The store motto is etched in the glass of the front window, after all. There's another long pause. Yes, sir. If you're willing to pay the price, it's typically not that difficult to find a signed Hemingway. There's a longer pause while the caller speaks more loudly. Again, I'm sorry to say there simply are no signed copies of a movable feast available anywhere. This time the pause is much shorter. Because it was published three years after Hemingway died, Sal says. Long pause. Yes, sir, I'm quite certain. After yet another pause, Sal gently places the telephone receiver back in its cradle. The caller is hung up. Sal laughs out loud in the empty store as he turns to watch the rain outside grow heavier. A signed copy of a movable feast. It was a crazy request, of course, but then he'd seen more than a few crazy things since he went from burglar to bookseller. Thanks 
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Bookish. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to keep episodes like this coming, I'd also like you to consider supporting us by clicking the support this podcast link on the anchor site for as little as 99 cents a month. You can keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad free. Thanks again. Thank you.